Hey everyone, welcome to the Communication Coach Podcast, where I'm going to help you to create successful change through powerful and honest conversations. I am your host, Nikki Perfect. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 47 of the Communication Coach Podcast. This is about take number five. (laughs) It's ironic that this is a communication podcast and it's taken me so long to find the right words to actually start it and move forward with take whatever we're on at the moment. But today's episode is entitled How to Improve Your Life and the lives of others by the words that you use. So let me just explain a little bit more about how this has come about and what has made me think about this in particular this week. So I don't know if you can relate to this, but sometimes I find myself getting caught up in conversations about other people, uh, perhaps I know or that I don't know, or a situation, and the other person is very negative about the situation or the other person, and I find myself getting caught up in unconscious words and behavior, which means I'm not really thinking about what I'm saying or how I'm reacting, and that I'll generally join in the gossip or the conversation about the other person or about a situation. And perhaps I don't really know what's going on in the situation. And even if I did know, I can only ever come at any situation from my perspective and what I believe to be true. And we were having dinner and we were talking about this and I was talking to Megan about it. As some of you know, if you've listened to my podcast before, Megan is my stepdaughter, age 12, and I've learned an awful lot from her and being involved in her life since she was six. And uh, we were just talking about this and she said, you know, it's hard sometimes, isn't it? When you're in a moment and you're talking to your friends and before you even know what's happened, you're talking about them in a negative derogatory way. And I said, yeah, it's it's absolutely the same as a human being when uh, as an adult, when you do that and you get caught up in talking about others. And actually the words that you're using are incredibly impactive and we don't really stop. And consider that when we're caught up in the moment because what we're doing is using unconscious words and behaviour. So our actions are generally unconscious actions. So, you know, you walk down the street, you have conversations, you wave at people, you do things in a routine. And sometimes when we use unconscious behaviour and communication, we don't think about what we're saying. And in fact, <laughs> that's I, I can't really say that because it's all the time <laughs> when you're using unconscious behaviour. You don't think about what you're saying, of course but becoming more aware of what you're saying, what you're doing, and how you're reacting in the moment will help to improve your life and the lives of others. And the way that it improves your life is that when you are self-aware enough to pick up on the fact that you are caught up in that situation, caught up in the conversation about somebody else and being derogatory and being negative about them, and you'll have your reasons for doing it, and you probably won't know what's going on really in that other person's life. So we'll make quick judgment decisions based on what we believe to be true and sometimes that's not true sometimes it's a complete falsity that we have in our own lives but we believe it to be true at the time and as a direct result of that we will moan and we'll groan and we might even uh, so in the UK we have a term called slag off which means um, be rude about somebody behind their back uh, be very derogatory in your your words of, of talking to them and When other people hear that, they sometimes join in. So you might know if you work in an office or something, there might be somebody who's a little bit different from the rest of the office or or who people perceive don't do as much work and they'll talk about them in a negative way. Or you might have a boss 
that you'll talk about in a negative way. And rather than having a direct conversation with your boss, if they've upset you or something has happened and you don't understand, rather than go and talk to the person that we perceive as caused that, we often talk about them behind their back rather than having that direct conversation about how we feel. Again, taking responsibility for how we're feeling rather than trying to blame somebody else. And when... I don't know, I know for a fact that I've been caught out doing this before and, and, and it's upsetting and it really makes you question and suddenly become conscious that if you have said something, perhaps in a derogatory way or a negative way about somebody and they get to hear it and they come back and they challenge you about it, then suddenly it makes you think about what that sentence was that you said or how you were about them. And if you're honest, and when, when I talk about being honest, often we're not honest straight away because what happens is when we're challenged or we're caught out is that we go into defensive mode so we'll either push back on the other person deny in the first place that we've said it or we will lie and say it didn't happen or we'll make up a story around it so that we don't lose face because we are very fearful about losing face in front of other people we're very fearful about being caught out in a lie and what tends to happen is, is it generates more lies rather than standing up and saying, actually, do you know what? I'm taking responsibility for my actions here. I did say that. It was wrong of me to say that. I got caught up in the moment. I wasn't really thinking about it. I didn't mean to hurt you because that's probably what the result is, is that somebody's heard you say something about them and it's hurt them. It's wounded them. And so they, be, they will automatically become defensive and they'll react in a couple of ways. They'll either go away and think about it and they'll come to a decision about not challenging you and just living in the moment because they're not that bothered or they'll challenge you and it's likely to be a defensive challenge whereby you will then react to that and they'll react to that. And that's often how fights or rows or violence are caused is because of that miscommunication and as a direct result of somebody being negative about somebody else. And, and the other way is what sort of example are we setting to uh, the children of the world? And I know that sounds a bit deeper meaningful in the how to improve your life and lives of others, but honestly, what sort of example are we setting? You know, when I turn on the TV, I'm not going to get into a political discussion on the podcast because that's not what this is about. It's about communication. But you look at how the leaders or some leaders of the world communicate to others, how the words and the language that they use and the reaction that that causes. And I, I can r relate to just listening to um, Meg talk about it, but actually what example are we setting? When you see traditions whereby people shout and talk over each other and nobody is allowed their say and they're mocked and they're laughed at. Honestly, I sometimes look at it and, I, and people say, well, that's just how it is. In my opinion and my belief, that's not how it has to be. Politicians can still lead countries by being respectful and kind and setting an example, a good example that other people want to follow rather than what appears to be childish mocking behaviour whereby the emotions get in the way and people are talked over and shouted over. And I just wonder at, at what stage, you know, when I sit down with Meg and we were talking about swearing the other day and she said, well, I know quite a lot of swear words. Well, okay, how, d how do you know all those swear words? Thinking, oh gosh, she's obviously heard them at school. You know, she's um, picked them up from some older kids where she's going to school now. She's, what, she's heard it off the telly. She's watching something she shouldn't be watching. And so I said, well, Meg, how do you know all these words? And she said, from drunk adults. From drunk adults. Now... <laughs> 
it's you can look at this this two ways and go well ha ha you know that's um that's funny let's learn those swear words from drunk adults or you can look at it another way about how do we as adults set examples communicate those examples and then completely contradict the example that we've asked the kid to set and then wonder why the kids are so confused about what the correct behavior is so so on the one side it's funny that you, you would say but on the other side it's actually well hang on because that made me stop in my tracks and i was like you know i'm not a saint i've never been a saint i don't drink very much now that's a choice um some people will judge that and say oh it's because you want to be in control and all these things actually it's not it's because alcohol doesn't agree with me now i've hit the age of 50 i like a glass of wine but i like a glass of wine and yes i like to be in control of my choices and uh, what's good for what I believe is good for my body and for what makes me feel better the other d- the next day. You know, I don't like to have a day written off because of the way that I feel, but that's my personal opinion and my personal belief. And I'm certainly not going to judge anybody else for the way that they behave. It just made me stop in my tracks and made me think, really, what what example am I setting? Do I behave in a particular way when I have a drink? Do you behave in a particular way when you have a drink? Are you careful with your choice of words when you're suddenly in an unconscious behaviour mode because alcohol makes us behave in an unconscious way, as do drugs, because then you're not thinking about what you're saying. So it's more likely possibly, I'm just saying possibly, to cause offence or whatever it might be. And I'm not, gosh, I'm not saying that everybody does that, of course, and I'm not saying don't drink. That's not the purpose of this. What I'm saying is if we just become a little bit more consciously aware of how we behave and how we talk to each other and the words that we use and the way we are, then we can improve our life and the life of others. If we are kinder, if we are more respectful, if we use positive language instead of negative language, if we think about, actually, I am in a negative position and why am I in that negative position and what is it about me? Because the negativity is coming from you, not from anybody else. It's the way you're interpreting the situation. What is it about this situation that I am specifically finding challenging and making me use words or behaviour? I know what mine are. I know most of mine. I'll caveat, I believe, (laughs) I believe I know what most of mine are. Um, But it takes being in the present moment to remember that. And I still, still switch out all the time. I'll give you a classic example. Today, today I had a little bit of a a meltdown. I feel tired and I feel that I've got a lot of things to do at work and that I'm being challenged in aspects of my life where I've never been challenged before, where I haven't got the experience, where I haven't got the know-how. So because I haven't got that experience and know-how, I'm constantly looking and I'm constantly hearing that voice of self-doubt that says, you know what, Nick, you're not good enough to do this. You're not good enough to run four businesses. What on earth are you thinking about when you set up? And I'm able to now go, actually, I don't need to hear that. It doesn't serve any purpose for me and I don't need to hear it. I'm also much more aware when I'm in a situation where people are talking about other people and I'll find that I won't join in, that I won't use derogatory language about that other person and that I'll move away from it. Don't get me wrong, I can't always do it. Of course I don't always do it. Of course I get caught up in the moment. I generally find myself getting caught up in the moment more with a trusted person, like a really trusted person like my partner or a really good friend rather than just... I'm not saying that's right either. That's Gosh, I was justifying myself completely there, wasn't I? And actually, that's not right. That's not right to justify, <laughs> justify myself like that at all because none of that is, is um, in my belief, the right thing to do. My belief is that if you are positive and kind to people 
and that for me it's living in service for me that's my strongest value and you will have your own set of values and your own set of beliefs around what is right and what is wrong if you are looking at changing your communication style if you're looking at improving your relationships if you're looking at having a more positive impact on your life and the world around you then i would encourage you to look at how you behave and work out what it is that triggers you because we know that that emotional brain will kick in very very quickly that that surge of emotions that goes through the body will take over the conversation and all those things about listening and not talking over people and not letting the emotional judgment get in the way will go out of the window and before you know it you're in an unconscious way of behaving and it's having an impact on the people around you. It has an impact on the, your families and on your children and on the people that pass you by. So that's today's episode, how to improve your life and the lives of others by the words that you use. You will, we, Most of us, I believe, have some sort of negative talk, negative self-doubt that goes on within your brain. And that it's being able to catch hold of that and to change it and just... just understand that it's there to appreciate it's there and that it's probably there to try and protect you from a situation you perhaps don't really need protecting from and so it will kick in and it will um, influence the way that you are thinking and the way that you communicate and once you are consciously aware of that then you can do things to change it you can name it you can give it a different voice or you can just say thanks very much I don't need to hear that at the moment and that's what I generally do with mine is just say thank you because I know you're trying to protect me but I don't need to hear that and that's not helpful <laughs> right here right now rather than getting caught up but I'm going to say it's not easy it takes a lot of practice but the more you listen to podcasts like this the more you look at self-development the more you look and understand communication and how we interact with each other and actually what we're meaning to say isn't necessarily what is heard by the other person. So look out for the reaction. Just um, check in that they know that the words that you have used are the words that they have heard and the meaning is the same because we'll all interpret things in a different way. And it took me years and years and years to work out that because I thought I was a great communicator until I really had somebody listening to me and giving me uh, constructive feedback and we will react differently to feedback I got some feedback today which was absolutely justified and I needed to hear for me to be able to move my business forward but it was hard to hear it and I was very aware that as soon as I heard that and, and it wasn't even criticism it was just something to help me improve my business as soon as I heard the words um, I've just got some feedback for you I felt that tightness across the shoulders I felt that tightness across my chest and I was able to go, oh, hello, hello, voice of defensiveness that wants to kick in because you are so perfect about what you do and you don't want to receive any feedback or criticism from anybody. And I was able to recognize it and get rid of it pretty quickly. And I like to think, and uh, perhaps I'm not as honest as I believe that I am, but uh, I believe I'm quite honest around that. And I was able to say to the person I was having the conversation with, you know, that defensive voice was straight away there and I could feel it, but I need to hear it. I need to hear what other people have to say because how can you possibly grow? How can you develop as a person? How can you improve your life and the lives of others, which is incredibly important to me? It might not be for you, but to improve your own life and to improve the way that you interact and communicate, show that kindness and respect to other people, to set that example for others to follow. And people might actually look at you weirdly. I remember when teaching 
the hostage and crisis negotiation course, people would often come back after the first week over the weekend and say um, somebody close to them had seen a difference in them and thought it was a bit weird. And often would come back and say, don't try that voodoo crap on me. <laughs> because, because suddenly the person that they know is communicating in a different way. Most of the time they came back and they would say, I use the skills that you've taught me over the weekend with my friends and family and it's made a massive difference. I've actually been able to have a better relationship with them. They have said to me, my God, Dad, you're listening to me. Or, Mum, you seem a bit different. You're not as emotional. You're listening to my side of the story. And and that's an amazing, amazing change to be able to do to yourself and, and to help others to have better relationships, have that better impact in their families. And then one day to have that relationship with somebody that you don't even know who will trust you because of the way that you are with them because you showed them just a little bit of kindness and a, just a little bit of respect and for me that is such an important aspect of the way we are as humans of the way that we interact and use language towards each other where we can be kind and show love and respect rather than judgment and hate and it stops you know it stops rows and it stops people from fighting with each other if we can just understand how that brain is working and how we are. And none of it's wrong. You know, if you react in a certain way, it's not wrong. It's just about understanding what is making you react in that certain way and then giving yourself a chance to have control over it, whether it means taking yourself away from the situation and coming back to it or just taking a deep breath. So I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Let me know anything else I can help you cover. And I look forward to speaking to you next week. Hey everybody, Nikki again. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast and thank you for joining me. You can find me on social media at Nikki Comms Coach at Twitter and The Communication Coach on Facebook and thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Please like, share and review and I look forward to speaking to you soon.